welcome to another edition of Judgment Day. It's Matt Reedler here reporting for duty with Logan and Arena. I was trying to do some hey. different, but I don't know. If it's- hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right, let's get right into it. Am I the asshole for calling my son's boss? Ooh. Oh, this is going to be good. Ooh. Oh, I like this. Just from the title alone, I've got to be like, yes, yes, you are the asshole. There is no need ever for you to call your son's boss. Just, you know, I don't know. That's how I feel right, from the it. jump, but let's get into it. Um, I'm a widow living with my son, Jason, 21, in an apartment. He works a day job from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Lately, he's been having problems with his car breaking down for several reasons. He's planning on getting it fixed at the end of the month. The situation happened yesterday when Jason was at work and didn't come home till five. He's usually home at 2.30. I tried calling him several times starting from 2.30, but got no response. I tried every 10 minutes, but he didn't pick up. I started getting worried at 4 p.m. I called his friend who's a coworker of his, but he said he didn't know whether Jason got off work or not. And he already called Jason and got no response. It occurred to me to call his boss as a last resort because I was legitimately scared uh, because, I, like I said, the car Jason d- drives isn't stable. I asked Jason's friend to text me his boss's number, and I made the call almost immediately. His boss told me Jason was working extra hours till five and assured me everything was fine, just that Jason had been busy with work. Jason came home, stayed quiet when eating his meal, and pretty much ignored my questions about whether he about why he didn't bother to text back and ease my worried racing mind. He looked at me and then said he's planning on moving out soon. I was taken aback. I don't pressure him to pay rent or take his time with anything. I asked why, and he blew up, suddenly saying he's not a kid and that I should never have called his boss and made a fool out of him just because he was two hours or so late. He called me controlling and paranoid. He said he doesn't seem to work because despite the fact that he's an adult, I still treat him like a 10-year-old, chasing after him whenever he goes just because he lives with me. He said I needed to understand his need for freedom and claimed I have no respect for him as an adult. I argued that it wasn't like I was treating him like a kid, but was just worried and quite honestly frustrated to not receive a text back after I stated I was worried for him. I mean, he could have been involved in an accident for all I know. He said those thoughts were my problem and insisted he's moving out next month. We haven't talked all day and he spent his time in his room by himself. That is the post. Here's the first thing I have to say. That is a helicopter sound. I don't know about you guys, but oof. Let's start with Logan. I don't know. That makes me sad. Um, I don't even know where to start. That's really sad though. Yeah, go ahead. You can start. Please. There's just like this true crime mentality, I feel like, with like middle-aged women. And I I watch like true crime shows, but I'm not obsessed with them, but I'm getting like true crime fan vibes from this. Like obsessed mm. fan vibe. Just because I mean it's common for people to work late spur of the moment kind of thing. I don't know what he does, but eight to two is already a shorter shift. Um, eight to five is pretty standard, I would mm-hmm. say. So, I mean, it would be different if this was 7 p.m., 8 p.m. and he hadn't said mm-hmm. anything. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, helicopter parent like hover parent sure but i don't know if her being a widow has anything to do with it just like maybe she's just really afraid of something happening but i mean what are of course and i bet every parent or person is like what are the chances my son is going to Mm -hmm. 
be murdered in a horrific death and mm. get carjacked and die. Like, mm. I, I just, it seems a little extreme. Mm-hmm. It seems a little extreme. See, I definitely thought the widow thing, like, you know, she's probably still grieving at some level. And so just thinking like, oh, my son is usually home at this time and he hasn't talked to his coworker. I don't know what's going on. I just want to make sure that he's safe. Mm-hmm. And knowing that he has a not great car, like I'm sure she just completely worried, you know, like if something is very routine every single day and all of a sudden one day he works until five, five thirty, that can be worrisome. Like even if it was like a husband and wife, you know, like mm-hmm. if one of them was super late and not responding to anything all day, it's so I do get where she's coming from for sure. Um, I don't know. Like I kind of get it. God, maybe I shouldn't have kids. I'm going to be a total helicopter parent. <laughs> well, I feel like um, the response, like, oh, sorry, Matt. No, no, Raina. No, no, Raina. Go, go, go. I just feel like after he got home is kind of telling two of like, what's going on? And he's like, mom, you're all up in my space. Like, mm-hmm. I'm moving out. What? Oh, my God. Are you serious? It's like, I can't imagine. I, I never imagined you having this conversation with me. She just seems like really hanging on and the Mm -hmm. widow thing is like a factor of course and i don't know the extent of that but it's like what do you expect most 21 year olds aren't living in the dorms which you know Mm -hmm. some parents have issues you know some parents have like emptiness type of thing from but he's still living with her like she didn't have you know what i mean like she's got it good on that end but what were you gonna say that I think the biggest thing here is there definitely seems to be a regular schedule. Like if he knows he's working late, why can't he just text her? That would have, I think really derailed this whole train. Um, Especially because, you know, it's hard, you know, from the reading, it feels like she's kind of lonely. feels like she's just sitting at home all day. feels like the only thing she really has going for her is that she's living with her son. And I don't mean that to be disrespectful. I think she just needs to go out and like, experience life join a book club get the gardening shares out like you know it seems like her world revolves kind of around her son's schedule and i can feel that for both of them and i think it's bad for both of them i think he obviously feels suffocated calling the boss you know like over this i think was kind of an extreme reaction but oh someone someone's neighborhood had a truck oh my goodness um (laughs) it's garbage day garbage day hey oh that's what we do we take out the garbage on judgment day um (laughs) but i don't know i do think this is mostly on her but like he couldn't text her like was he that consumed at work like is there no union sponsored 15 minute break where you can be like work until five see you at 5 30 um yeah that's that's the part that i'm like "Mm." and i don't think that makes the son the asshole because you know Honestly, like he's 21. If he wants to be out till 9 p.m., that is his prerogative. Yeah. Um, but clearly he should be a little aware, you know, mom's at home. She's a widow. She's not doing much. And I'm used to this schedule and yada, yada. So Raina, you have your hand up. Waiting uh, in the air like, uh, like, oh, 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 I got, I'm, I'm just thinking like, do we think this is a F you mom? I'm not going to text you. I'm not going to update you. I'm going to make you kind of scared a little bit defiant just because he might know that his mom is uh, just a little bit 
restricting, you know, constricting him and not letting him breathe, do we think that he potentially was like trying to razz her in this way? Or you know what I mean? Like, just because it is, you're right, it is easy to text somebody one text, like, hey, I'm staying late. Mm-hmm. I feel like this isn't the first instance of his mom being a very like protective mother. Because why would it have something like this happen one time and then his immediate response is, all right, I'm moving out. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like her acting like this might also be a pattern that's been affecting his life. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it was kind of like a we'll we'll see what she does and how she responds to the situation. You know, I don't think it was a test. I think it was just a whoopsie poopsie on his end and the straw that broke the camel's back. I think it was that was really what's That's going fair. on here. I think I mean he's 21. He's probably working with people who have freedom and are they're going out and he's living with mom and you know and, and that's not to disparage him for living with mom, but you know, 21. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember when I was 21, I didn't want anything to do with my parents. I wanted to be out of the bars, I want to be partying, I want to be the cool person, I want to be on hot dates. You know, like my parents were like the salad and, you know, and dating and, and going out was like the mashed potato and the turkey and the stuffing. And, you know, now things have changed. You know, parents are partying on the same level. But I, I could see it being like, this is enough, mom. You called my boss. Like, I'm over yeah. it. So I don't I don't know. Do we know what the boss said or how the boss responded? Well, according to the mom, the let's see, the boss. Where was it? Where was it? Um. Boss said he's working extra hours till five and assured me that everything was fine. Jason was busy with work. I don't think the boss was upset. I think the boss probably was like, Jason, your mom called me. And yeah, that's that's kind of embarrassing. I mean, that's not exactly a glowing like like when you go for your job review. Well, your mommy calls like I I, I get that. That's not a great image to have. Yeah. Well, do we have judgment for mom? I think so. Oh, well, take it away, Logie. I got to go with no assholes here. Like, I just think everyone's trying to figure out their lives. We don't know how long ago her spouse passed away. Um, Like, it could have been, you know, just a year. So she's still trying to figure it out. Um, So I just think that it's a lot of family miscommunication because Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, grief can even, it could even be like, you know, 15 years later it's still that grief is there and it could still Mm -hmm. they're trying to work out stuff and trying to figure it out so i don't know i just think that it's a rough time for them and if he moves out then he moves out and that really sucks for her but Mm -hmm. i don't you know i get that she was probably worried and Mm -hmm. just try to figure it out she went to the co-worker that was also a friend first she didn't like call the boss right away she didn't mm-hmm. want to embarrass him right away but she just wanted to make sure that her son was safe so mm-hmm. i'm gonna say no assholes uh reina what do you think are you with logan or are you you're heading harsh harsh i don't know <laughs> what do you think i had a really tough time with this yeah just because she's not the asshole that's mm-hmm. just too extreme mm-hmm. but she is starting to get on that like nuisance territory i guess Mm -hmm. um if this was a one-time thing like if this was the peak of like you know maybe this was the straw that broke 
the son's back kind of situation. Like mm-hmm. if this was the peak of it, one time she did this, like not an asshole, definitely not. But if this is kind of like developing to where these types of panic things are becoming a regular occurrence, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, she's not an asshole in either of those situations, but she's definitely causing problems at that point. Um, yeah. But I don't, I would say, I would also say no assholes here, but we are approaching a <laughs> problem that needs to be resolved. Yeah. So NTA, NTA B, and no, I'm just kidding. yeah this is tough um i i'm trying to kind of try and almost neutralize the situation you know because i I think we're focusing a lot on like i'm a widow and like for all we know maybe that's fresh but maybe that's from like 40 years ago and and i'm not well probably not 40 because the kid's 21 but you know i want to i want to remove that from the situation a little bit and just think of this as like plain and simple i i'm gonna go everyone sucks here a little bit in here and here's kind of why i don't want to outright say she sucks because i think this was this is obviously she expected to be home at 2 30 right it's 4 30 where is he but i do think it's a little extreme i think calling the boss just just a little too much if it was like seven eight i mean that's probably when i would start to worry um but i kind of get like if she's at home you know i get it i get where she's coming from at the same time what i don't understand is why he didn't text her Mom, I'm going to be late. Send. And if yeah. he was, if, if he's being told you have overtime, okay, let me text my mom. I just feel like, and not because it's the mom, it's just any situation where someone's like depending on you or like if it was like a girlfriend, if it was like a, a roommate with benefits, whatever it is. Um, that is, I don't know why that was. <laughs> Hello? <but laughs> who? Who? Where are they? Um, <laughs> but the point is like, I just think that's a little courteous to like, you know, let them know like, up. like even if he had like a wife and kids at home and they're like oh daddy's gonna be home at 2 30 and then cricket cricket like i think anyone would worry naturally in that position so yeah. that's why i'm going everyone sucks here a little bit i don't think anyone was ass holy but uh definitely could work on our <laughs> helicoptering and our communication for sure so are we ready what do we think the thread said wait i gotta change my answer oh my god go go girl I'm going to defend the boss here. Oh. He was probably, he or she Mm -hmm. was probably very busy doing their job that required an extra person to stay a few hours later. For that reason, for bothering the boss, for bothering the boss, I'm going to say you're the asshole. Oh. Just waited. You know what? That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Yeah, well, guess what, uh, Raina? You're a little psychic because the thread said asshole. I knew it. I knew it. Top comment. Yeah, you're the asshole. It sounds like he's sort of on the money here. If he's at work, he's probably busy. You shouldn't expect a response every time you get a message. Most workplaces have a no cell phone policy anyway. Sounds like he probably has many other examples of why he feels like he has no freedom as a 21-year-old, which is why he wants to move out. Uh, The second post, second highest comment. Um, oopsie 
Uh, I'm guessing the story from your son's perspective is a little different with more stories of you being overbearing as well. It's understandable to be concerned about your son, but maybe wait on sounding the alarm until it's been a little longer than two hours. If my mom called my phone every 10 minutes, called my coworker or my boss because I got stuck at work for a few extra hours, I'd be extremely annoyed. Damn. I mean, Something that you said, Matt, just clicked in my head and I was hmm. like, wait a minute, I am not interpreting the situation correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leave the boss alone, especially the cell phone policy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But I mean, much- that's when the worker needs to say, like, I need to text my mom. I, if you're going to make me stay late, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to text my mom. That's how I would have done it. I mean, I yeah. Just, I don't know. Who can't I still slip think away to the bathroom? Who can't slip away to the bathroom and send a text? I mean, yeah. we have our phones in our pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I agree. I think it's like it's so easy. Just whip out the phone and send a text. Boop, 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 boop. Done. The end. Alrighty. Well, we've decreed judgment and uh, you know, a helicopter mom plane down. I wonder if the sun has moved out. I'm curious. I want an update, but I don't know. I do too. Mm. I'll move in with her. I really? Really girl? I feel bad for her. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, Obviously, she's dealing with something. So <laughs> she is okay. I worked no joke. I worked seventy six hours last week, plus eight hours at the gym, plus twelve hours on homework, and six hours of class. She would have hated me because I would never be home. I, she'd be like <laughs> texting me all the time. Where are you, Ruby? See, I'm I like, like I'm, I'm doing things. The, I'm very similar to her. Like I'm like if someone's supposed to be home at this time, I expect them, and I get worried when they're not. So. Yeah. I get it. I get her, but <laughs> well, anyway, Logan's going to get a new roommate. We'll meet her next time. <laughs> and until then, au revoir. Judgment Day is a podcast by Starvolt Studios. Judgment Day is executively produced by Matt Rebar, Logan Molnar, and Raina Butel. For more awesome content, just go to starvoltstudios.com or on their Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter page.